No more rocket balls, please. We all down the game start. A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town. Welcome to Talking Title Town. Just a couple of casual Packer fans who know what they're talking about and believe they could be the GM. Weekly recaps, debates, predictions, and more. We're Dan and Scud. Thanks for listening. Scud, to a little bit of delay here, we're coming at you on a Saturday. And <laughs> <laughs> nearly six days since that uh, terrible performance. Um, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. Good news yeah. is we, we, was... got, we got a game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can get over it. We can get over it. But uh, yeah, that was that was a rough one. That was waking up early, that set the uh, put a bad taste in the mouth for the whole whole Sunday. Yeah, I mean, whenever the Packers lose, it ruins your entire week. I feel like. Yep. Just just going into Monday with in a worse mood, and especially <laughs> it was at eight thirty in the morning. That was not great. But we'll start with you know top five, bottom five PFF rankings of the last week. Uh, Pretty good here to see Elton Jenkins have a great score, 85.7. He was our number one performing player. Uh, number two, yeah, Randall the, um, Cobb, 83.7. Number three, John Runyon, 82.7. Josiah DeGuara, 74. And Aaron Jones, number five, at 71.2. Yeah, that's awesome. Stenovich, though, uh, OC said that he thought that was Elton's best game this year. Just the speed he was running, blocking explosiveness. So, it looks like his ACL recovery is um, was going along just fine. Yeah, and I, I was obviously as we talked about last week, considering moving him back to left guard, you think that's no longer. I mean, I think yeah. Bakhtiari has got to prove that he can play a full game before we start using Yash as a more utility man. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think that was more of a pipe dream down the line potentially. Also, Yash has had some good games and some bad games, so right. I, you know. It's tough. I think if we if we, can, we can get into it. Bottom five? Uh, well, top five defense first. Yeah. It's going to be outside linebacker Preston Smith at 84.6. Devondre Campbell bouncing back after a bad week last week with 80.9 at number two. Kenny Clark, 77.9. Jerron Reed, 72.8. And Rashawn Gary, 71.2. Um, so it looked like Smith... He led the team with four pressures, um, three three stops in the run defense overall, and Campbell missed one tackle, but was pretty good in coverage. So, going to bottom five offense, number one Christian Watson, fifty five point seven, <laughs> number two Bach, fifty nine point four, uh, Josh Myers sixty point one, Aaron Rodgers sixty point two, and AJ Dillon sixty two point three. And then bottom five defense is going to be Darnell Savage, Razul Douglas, Quay Walker, Eric Stokes, Dean Lowry. Yeah, I was waiting for the whole secondary to be named in that bottom five. <laughs> Everyone but Amos, yeah. So um, and Jair, I suppose, but yeah. Rogers just did not have a great game. I mean, overall, I mean, we can kind of transition into what was your your takeaway? You know, your first takeaway. I mean, it's it's Sunday at ten thirty. You're like, what the hell is going on? What you know? What are your first first thoughts? My first like first thought of like kind of where the game turned and where I started to be not confident is that three and out we had in the second half where we went deep ball, deep cross or deep ball. I mean, and it just looked like we gave up. I mean, that's that's what you run against your buddies in Madden when you're down fourteen. I I don't know if that was play calling on the floor's part or Rogers checked out of it, but. It looked like it was just like, all right, try to sling something deep, see if we can get something going. If not, pack it in. That was 
that was the possession that I was, it kind of was like, whoa, what are we even doing here? Well, that was still our only our first possession of the entire second half. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, why would you come out and like that one, that one irritated me. Yeah. Well, and it, like it, we had, we had the lead and it was like, yeah, you know, we'll just kind well, of cakewalk it the rest of the way. It kind of seemed like. What was the score at that point in the game? It was 20, 20 to 10 at half. Right, but then they drove down and scored. And they scored so a, I think they it was a field goal. 2013 then. And then we yeah. got the ball, did that three and out. Then yeah. they marched down, took another eight minutes off the clock or whatever. <sighs> well, it, and that's kind of the, the silver lining is we've talked about having to play four quarters. We yep. played a really good first two quarters. I mean, I, after that, at halftime, I was like, we're back, man. It felt so comfortable. Like the announcers were saying, this is about to get ugly. Yeah. And then the entire second half, we have really only two drives. The three and out the drive that we ended up going down there, and then it got batted down at the end, which was still a solid drive. And then the Hail Mary, drive. if you count that even as a drive, yeah, yeah. which you don't. So we didn't get the ball. It's... It's what we were talking about last week. The downfall of this team is they other teams can run the ball against us, and we like to establish the run, and that leaves us with very limited possessions to get points on the board. And I don't know if that's a recipe for success. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, like we obviously we looked like world beaters in the first half, and Aaron Jones got 13 carries. Dylan only got six. Rogers threw the ball 39 times. That's not – we can't that's that can't be sustainable for our offense. That's no. not how we're gonna be able to win games. Let me let me ask you this. So based on last week, and I, I've heard a lot of different people talking, you know, whether I was on you know news outlets or interviews, people are either, it seems at least, overreacting or underreacting. You know, they're kind of like, ah, eh, you know, mm. it's so I kind of want to hear you give an argument for both sides of that. Tell me a reason why you were overreacting after last week and underreacting on last week. Yeah, I guess the the positive side, the underreacting, it's like, you know, we haven't played four quarters. We show we show signs of being able to be a, a powerhouse. Um, we show we can play defense for a couple quarters. We can put up points in bunches, and then we just can't finish it off. And now kind of the, the other side of that is, it's you know a quarter away through the season. When is that going to start picking up? Our season, uh, the schedule gets only tougher. Tough here, we've played teams that we should have absolutely beaten up on and kind of sat back and relaxed and watched a blowout in the second half, and it hasn't happened. So right, there's yeah, like you said, there's two schools of thoughts there. I really hope that you know we get things turned around. I'm still positive we can because we've shown it. It's not like. It's not like we're sitting here one and four uh, and, you know, we can't score points and stuff like that. We've shown it. We just have to keep doing it for four quarters. And I don't know if that's coaching or these players or, or what's going on, but I'm still, we still have it. We just need to show it for four quarters. That's part of my underreact too, is we were saying, you know, even week one, if we can get out of here three and two. That's a positive based on the team we have. And we knew preseason, this is going to be a work in progress, especially offensively. I think we were expecting our defense to be a little bit more stout than they are. They've had some good outings, some bad ones. Um, and at the end of the day, one three and out really lost us that game Sunday. 
Yep. You know, if, if we don't go three and out there, maybe we get our defense to have a little bit more time resting. They stop them the next possession. We at least have a little bit more of a groove. I mean, that three and out was the game, it felt like. It took all the oh. momentum from there. And it was a downward spiral. Sucked um, the air right out of our sails. I mean, it was just like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And But like my overreact, <laughs> the same point is like, yeah. on the, the flip side, and I think I was... I was kind of a little bit of an overreact uh, frame of mind Sunday because we hadn't played anyone. So I was kind of like, I'm not surprised we lost, which isn't a great thing. We beat a New England defense, a a New England team with Bailey Zappi at quarterback, and it took us till overtime at home. We Mm -hmm. beat a Bears team who just lost the Washington Commanders <laughs> on Thursday. We beat a Tampa Bay team on the road, granted, but with literally, I couldn't name one wide receiver on the other team besides Russell Gage, I think his name is. And even he yeah, they were a, beat up. They were really beat up. And then we go and we lose to the football giants, who have been everything but mediocre the last couple of years. And now I'm like, okay, we're playing the New York Jets this week. We they're, better, we better win. But they, they had a good team too. They're hot. They're confident. And this is something like, yeah, this is not the Jets of, of our old growing up. This is kind of a. They're three and two. They have a winning record. They're yeah. They're not going to come to come into Lambeau and lay down for us. No, they're well coached. They've kind of got that young fire, you know, led by their quarterback yep. and their running back. And it's like that team who knows they have nothing to lose. So they're just going to go balls to the wall and give it all they yep. got. And that is exactly the type of team that beats the Packers. Oh, yeah, that's our. Yep. <laughs> which worries me. So I, I, I struggle to be confident that we can go out of this week and not be three and three. It'd be a terrible loss at home against the Jets, but. Man, that would be brutal. Because then we're yep. gonna go Buffalo, Detroit, Dallas, Philly. That's, Philly, yeah. I mean, that's it's a tough stretch. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of transitioned to us and we want to kind of talk a little bit about the Q one is over, right? With 17 games, we're actually finally through the first quarter of the year. Yep. Do you have any other thoughts about how we perform thus far? Are we ahead of where you thought we'd be right now? Are we behind? I'm. I think we're we're slightly behind. You. I mean, we talked about it. We knew it was kind of going to be a semi-slow start. This isn't the Packers team of old. We're not going to put up 35 a game. Um. I think we're kind of hurting ourselves in a lot of ways. I think we're not we're obviously not running the ball enough. Still, we harped on that I think, two episodes ago, and. We did it for one game and it worked out and we're right back to throwing the ball 40 times and Aaron Jones only touching it 13 times. Dylan only had six carries. So uh, we can help ourselves by running the ball more. And that's only going to open up stuff down the field for Rogers to throw. So there's that. And then defense, we still haven't figured out how to cover a crosser. We're sitting in soft zone back in four guys up deep and letting everything, everything underneath just be wide open. So, uh, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot on defense as well. And I know Barry talks about being more aggressive and allowing the guys to play up more, which took him five games to notice that we're sitting here asking for it two weeks ago, but 
things to improve on. It's not something that we can't fix. So I'm still positive, but we're a little bit behind where I thought we'd be. You think we are a good team? Man, on paper, we sure are. We got the names. We haven't played like it, though. We haven't played even close to what we can based on the players we have on paper. We have studs, multiple studs on each side of the ball. Are we good on paper? You know, I mean, I, there's, I mean, there's not a defensively, yeah. Yeah, I mean, defensively on paper. Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, all pro middle linebacker. We have one of the best corners in the game. Amos and Savage at safety. I mean, on paper, defense looks like it should be top five. Yeah. On offense, though, right now, we don't have a pro bowler. You know, the, the way yeah. that's, you know, it's the way, I guess, that's the way they're playing as opposed to what we have on paper. But Aaron's not pro bowl status right now. Aaron Jones isn't no. getting the ball enough to do that. We don't have a right. receiver who can catch. <laughs> we can do end around except Cobb, but you love the guy, but he's not a pro bowler. We can no. talk about him a little bit, but Tunyon, no. No. There's not a dude on offense besides Aaron Rodgers. Right yeah, now. Rodgers Rodgers and then Jones would be Jones also, and we just decide not to give him the ball. Right. Which right. is so he is I saw that he is like one of the high, top five yards per yards per rush in the league, and he has by far the least attempts out of all those guys. It's like give him the ball more. Doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I guess like, but it's it's part of it's too. We don't have the ball. Like, yeah, because yeah. How many play? I would be very curious how many plays we have right now as an entire offense through what is it five weeks as opposed to last year. That would be, yeah, that would be interesting. I would be interested to see that. And I think that would tell a tale about why our running backs aren't getting the touches they're getting and why Aaron Rodgers is not getting into a groove or a rhythm because we don't have the snaps. I don't know. I mean, he, he did throw, he threw the ball 40 times against the giants. So it's, we didn't have the ball for a lot of the second half, but I mean, 40 throws is still, that's, that's a decent amount of plays. Yeah, but 10 of those throws are on the last drive, 10 to 12, you know, and then the three and out, that's 15 right there. It it wasn't like we're airing it out. It was, it just so happened to be that he had to throw the ball 40 times. I don't know. And we we had a lead. What are we not running the ball? Oh, man. Yeah. I think play calling either on the floor's part or Rogers is checking out of stuff. I'm not sure what goes on, but. Like I said, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot sometimes here. It's, you know, we're hurting ourselves. Yeah. Anything else defensively you want to talk about Giants-wise? I mean, uh, Daniel Jones was 21 of 27, had a 100 quarterback rating. Um, we, that's not acceptable whatsoever. Like I said, the guys on paper we have, that's, you know, Rodgers should have had, you know, it's, don't, Jones should have had the game Rodgers had against the Packers defense. The crossers are wide open. Guys are pointing at open fields of grass, passing guys off and guys aren't seeing it. We, you know, we couldn't stop Saquon. Saquon had a nice game. You know, it's kind of the same old, same old every single week. We're letting these terrible, well, not terrible second tier quarterbacks look like, you know, studs against us and our secondaries running around, not knowing where guys are. 
Right. And you just, you, you hate to see that it looks like there's a formula to beating us and we haven't played our best teams yet. So the best yeah. teams are going to look at the film and be like, this is what the new England Patriots with Bailey Zappi did. This is what, yeah. you know, Daniel Jones did to this Packers defense. We'll just do that and we'll do it with better players. That's and they had, scary. Yeah. And they had third, fourth string, fifth string wide receivers. They were beat up in the receiving core and they still beat us. I mean, yeah. Why are we playing man a little bit more press coverage against those guys? Those, those second, those third, fourth, fifth stringers. Instead, we're letting them run around, find open spots in our zone. And we'll yeah. see. Rasul, Rasul also had a couple tough flags that came on. I think Rashawn Gary had a sack that got called because of Rasul got a flag. Preston maybe got another one. Those were untimely flags. Those hurt. I think the, the unnecessary roughness was awful. Yeah, I'm, well, we're seeing that with quarterbacks too. They're, they're calling that more. That was but that was, that, a, that was ridiculous. Res, that was Rizul on a, a whiteout, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, come he, on. What are you supposed to do? That was, that was garbage. Yeah, I don't know. What about specials? Didn't really have anything to say there. Mason, you know, made his field goals. He's um, not that it was a problem, but you know he missed missed a couple. But he looks he looks sharp. He looks good. I'm still I still like Pat O'Donnell. Like the fact that he's kind of standing out on our team, a punter, good and bad. But it's cool to have someone like that that can kind of flip the field and, and change the game, special teams wise for us. Yeah, Amari Rogers will be on his couch though in two weeks. Oh man, yeah, uh, he can't. Yeah, well, and now Watson's hurt his hamstring. He's out, so I think uh, Amari's going to get the call again. Unfortunately, I liked Watson kick returning. He's you know faster and gets him more experience carrying the ball in a game and getting hit. Yeah, I don't know. I would be. I wouldn't be shocked if someone else is back there besides Amari. Yeah, he he can't get out of his own way. Keeps he fumbling. Can. Yeah, he just can't. And, and it doesn't make any useless offensive plays. Yeah, and offensively, there's there's no spot for him. And it's not like he's gaining 10, 20 yards on returns or anything like that. It makes one guy miss, and then he gets hit. I, mean, I, I bet you we see Cobb back there. Honestly, yeah, do it. He seems – He's done he in the past. He catches the ball. It's You got ball security. This year. Yeah, and he's not going to take one back to the house. But, you know, he'll catch it, and he'll get you four or five yards, and you live to fight another down. And he's been yeah, playing so Yeah, you're not so worried about well. fumble. Yeah. So well. He's uh he's a little bottle cap that could, you know. Yeah, no, he's he's playing so good. I, I love seeing him I love seeing him get fired up after almost every catch he has. It almost seems like he knows that he's an older older guy now and he's just cherishing this um a lot and he gets fired up. I love it. And yeah, and, and Rogers trusts him and I mean their connection rate has got to be one of the highest in the NFL right now. I don't know what the minimum target would be to see that statistic, but it seems like every time Rodgers is throwing the ball to Cobb, it comes down with a completion. Yes. Yeah, he had that huge one uh, last week on third down. Rodgers dropped it over his shoulder in a like, you know, tough catch running, and Cobb just makes every catch, it seems like. Yeah, all reliable. But, okay, moving into this week with the Jets, um, do you have anything injury-wise 
do you know how we're looking? There's been some reports about Gary's got a toe injury now. and Yeah, Gary Gary Toe, LaFleur actually came out and said he's a little bit worried about it. So that means it kind of is serious, I think. I don't they, don't they didn't call it anything. Hopefully it's not turf toe. I know turf toe lingers and it's a painful one. But um, something to keep your eye on. Watson's out with a hamstring. There were talks about kind of shutting him down for a little bit. So that doesn't keep lingering and, you know, he's in one week, out one week. So he's out. It'll be interesting to see how they play Bakhtiari. I know that he didn't play a bunch at all in London, but I think that was kind of because of the flight and the turf. Did you see the turf too? The seams and the turf looked terrible. No, I didn't know that. Oh man. Yeah. There was a picture floating around. Um, There was this, the seam right down the middle of the field. It was like, Holy cow, you know, looked worse than Tacton out there. But I think it was more precautionary for Bach. I hopefully see him sit in at left tackle for the vast majority of this game. Rogers got a thumb. He's off the injury report yesterday, though. So is it might just be hand? a tape job. Yeah, it is. But LaFleur said he threw full participant in practice through the whole time, looked just fine. So might just be a little bit of a pain management thing, nothing that was really affecting him. Okay, so largely not anything crazy, nothing too serious. Watson probably yeah, on the IR, but it's not like he's getting a ton of snaps anyways. We're not losing anything there. Yeah, I, I mean, it might even – hopefully it is an IR. That's four – you know, was that four weeks, I think? But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he misses one or two, maybe even three, just to make sure he gets healthy because there's no use in him playing 14 snaps and re-injuring it in every week. So, Right. All right, what you got on the Jets? What's your uh, your prediction? Oh man, um, prediction. I think I think we win. Lafleur and Rogers are ten and zero straight up and against the spread after a loss, which is huge. So I think we win. I think we cover. It's at Lambeau. It's a noon game. I think we win. I think we win twenty seven, seventeen. 27-17. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go out here and say that this is the most important game of our season right now. Um, We have the Washington Commanders next week on the 23rd. You can pencil that in. You would hope so, at least. And if we're able to win this game, that puts us at 5-2 and two going into Buffalo. If you lose this game, you're going into Buffalo likely 4-3. and three. Yeah, that's a big difference because now you're really chasing in the conference, I feel like. And the Vikings are playing decent football. There's not going to be a ton of wild card spots out there with how good the NFC East is playing right now. I mean, Philly's undefeated. Giants are four and one. Dallas is. Are they four and one, too? Yeah, they're four and one. Coop doesn't lose. And so you would think there's at least two teams coming out of coming out of the East right now as things stand. And games are starting to get pretty important here. So I think this is a huge game. Um, I agree. I will I will not fight you on that one. I think this is this is a real who are you game. Very much who are you game. How are you going to respond? And it's also, I mean, it's going to tell us what type of team we have for the rest of the year, I think. And yep. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say we win, but man, it is a dog fight. I don't think we win by 10 oh. points. Like he said, 27-17. I thank God we're at home. 
I think you can probably count on um, probably an interception or two, you know, maybe Brees Hall fumbles as well. I would say we win the turnover battle and we win 31-28. Ooh. Yep. Offense is going to respond. We laid a stinker in the second half. We're going to respond. We're put up 31 points. I think they have some high power weapons on the offensive side and the other side of the football and defense gives up 28, but we win a close one, a much needed win on Sunday. Man, I've t- Tell me I'm wrong. We'll see. No, I, you know, it, it's hard to, you know, it's, I, it's easy to see it both ways right now. It's, you know, we don't really know how we're going to show up. Um, I hope, uh, I hope to goodness we run the ball. Yeah, me too. That's got to be a priority. That's just, it's going to set up things down the field. It's going to set up the passing game. You know, you want to take deep shots. Yeah. Pound the ball, play action and, then you can take your shots, not, not 40 times a game. Um, hopefully Bakhtiari's back out there a little bit more. Hopefully we run the ball more. And I see us, I see us, it's not like a get right game because we kind of haven't been right at all this year, but it is a, like, like you said, really important. Who are you? What kind of team are we? Are you know, are we, are we going to be contenders or are we going to, maybe sneak in the playoffs and lose in the first round. Exactly. I think we're going to find that out by three o'clock on Sunday. And as far as player prediction goes, I think uh, Bobby Tanyan has been getting a lot of hate um, that he's not as explosive. It's going to take him a whole other year. I think he's going to have 80 plus yards on Sunday is my prediction on Bobby Tanyan. Yeah. That That would help my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, same. That's why it's part part of why I'm doing that. Be a, Heck yeah, you prong. I like that. it. So Bobby Tunyon over 80 yards. Sweet. Um, I think I think I'm going to go back to the well. I think Jones and Dylan are going to combine for 140 plus yards. Holy shit! Yep. We're you know I I. Part of me is, you know, manifesting this, just get those two guys involved. Dobbs is becoming a good player, but I, I still think Jones and Dylan are your best two players on offense. We got to feed them the ball. You, they're good receivers too, but you got to feed them the ball. Let yeah. them let them carry you. Let them take us over the hump, you know, this year until we kind of figure things out on offense. But yeah, we got to pound those two guys. They're way too dynamic. They're way too good. I mean, every broadcast for the Packers game, they open up the two headed monster Jones and Dylan, right. and they don't, we don't see them on Sunday. So yeah, 140 plus from combined from both of them. I agree. I think we can get a little bit more creative with them too. Um, Absolutely. In the pass game, even like, it, it just seems like it's it's short short yardage. AJ Dillon's in the game. We know we're going to hand the ball off. You know, and it's first and 10. Aaron Jones is back there, and you're going to hand the ball off to him. Like, and you'll throw a screen on third down. It doesn't yeah. feel like we're doing a whole lot to change up the looks that we're giving defense with those two guys. So I'd like to see a little bit of that, but I love it. 140 yards from the two of them. Yep. What about defense? I also, I also one second, want to go back. I know this is backtracking. 
back to the Giants. But it's third and two on our last possession. You know, Rodgers gets two balls batted down. Why don't we run Dylan? Why don't we run the ball? This is uh, I don't know why it just popped back in my mind. You can throw it on fourth down. You have to go for it. Right. You know, I guarantee you Dylan's going to fall forward for two yards, and Jones runs harder than any guy his size I've ever seen. Yeah, I completely agree. I that, don't know why you that, don't hand that, that ball That surprised off. me. And I think that may have been more Rodgers. You know, I think it was a run RPO, and Rodgers definitely was, you know, throwing the ball. But it was like, you run the ball on third down, you're going for it on fourth, then you can throw it. I think I, they knew what we were doing in both plays. I think it was a designed throw, but I think I remember we called timeout in third down, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and Rodgers and, and Rodgers goes over to Lafleur, and they were talking about it. And I want to say I I read some lips as Lafleur being, you want to run it, and then Rodgers shaking his head, and he goes, "It's not that far." I feel like I saw Lafleur saying, "It's not that far." Oh. Um, and Aaron, you know, was Aaron, and ultimately decided to throw the ball two plays in a row, and we didn't get it. Um, but I think Lafleur in his post-game interview, backed it up and said that said that they had come to the agreement that that was the right thing to do based on whatever. But oh, Yeah, that was another another play call along with the three and out that I didn't agree with. But all right, back to what we're doing, defense prediction. Yeah. Um, I think I think Jair gets an interception. I think Jair does. I think they're going to be playing more aggressively. I think Ja kind of shows – who he is this week gets more in the face of these Jets receivers. And I think he comes down with a pick. I'm going to go very similar, but I'm going to say Stokes does. Sweet. Stokes gets a pick. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to hopefully see Barry back up his words and that we're not playing seven yards off line of scrimmage and we're sitting in zone the whole game. I, I, I hope he backs up his words and I hope we play a little bit more physical football on defense. At some point, you got to trust your guys. You know, you yeah. got to trust that your your guy is better than the dude you're lining up across against, and you're going to get beat for some big plays. And it just seems like Barry's been all about anti big plays. Let them march and march and march, and then we'll stop them and hold them to a field goal, or we'll force them to get a turnover. I don't think that's the strategy with this type of defense and the names we have over there. You know, I think it's a great strategy yeah. if you have a middle tier defense like we've had the last couple of years. Right. But you've got some dogs over there. You got to trust them and you got to let them fly around and make some plays. And I hope, like you said, that he backs that up and does that this week. I agree. Yep. Let the dogs out. Let them, let them play. Yeah. All right. So you got 27 17. I got 31 28. You got Ja with the pick. I got Razul. And I got Stokes. I got Bobby over 80 yards. And you got Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon over 140. Yep. Let's ride, dude. Let's do it. Let's get right. Get the bad taste out of our mouth. Yep. Let's beat the Jets. Let's look like a freaking looks look like the Green Bay Packers this Sunday. Treat this game like it's your season and see what happens. Yep. This is this is it right here. Find a out what a team of, we are. I think a, I think a lot of eyes are gonna be watching this noon game too. Like, woo, who are the Packers and who are the Jets too? Right, yeah. We'll we'll see you on Sunday. Go pack, go man. Go pack. We'll see you next yeah. week.